I mean, I came from a single, like my mom's a single mom of six, so, mm-hmm. and then I myself am a single mom, so. Like, I mean, what was the hardest thing that you had to figure out when you became a single parent? What was that? Like, especially that? with the way you, you've seen growing up having a single parent. I think the hardest thing for me is realizing how hard it really is. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I mean, honestly, like, my mom telling me things growing up, you know, certain things like this. Like it, it's different hearing it and then actually going through it, but actually going, it's, I mean, shit. <laughs> it's just hard. It's hard to explain. Right. It's it's hard. Yeah, definitely you realize like, okay, this is why she told me this when I was younger. This is why she moved like this. You're not gonna always understand until you actually go through it. And life changed. Like the, the more the world, the more the world's going on, the life, life is just gonna change, period. So it's really no- It's very unpredictable. There's no mm-hmm. handbook to this shit. It's At like, all. It's like, you gotta, you gotta find your way yeah and then like the stuff that she would tell me it's like i can't even do certain stuff because it doesn't pertain to to my single motherhood experience yeah Yeah. at all at all simple as whooping your kid you might get in trouble bro (laughs) whooping your kid bro right but for disciplining your kid (laughs) that you pushed you can yeah exactly yeah but i feel like that's kind of what's wrong with like the kids that's growing up now they ain't got no kind of real discipline. You know, mm-hmm. we just get our ass beat. Especially with social media, everybody has a say so. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Even even just like the comments I posted the uh not too long ago, the comment section where it did the worst thing about social media. Oh it is. Like, like everybody has a say so. Everybody opinions yeah, matter. Yeah, like, yeah. Even what's your opinions like? Bro, y'all are talking about bullshit. Y'all, yeah, come on, bro. Yeah. What do y'all what do y'all think is like probably the hardest being a single mother in today's society? What do y'all think is the hardest thing y'all had to do as a single mother, like sacrifice wise? Um, I'm gonna say for myself, I I mean it is a sacrifice because it's you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, but really having to like get up and go to fucking work every day. I ain't got no choice. Yeah. I feel you like you don't have the same choice like some people like, man, fuck this job. I, it's, it's right. really I don't, I don't, I don't need this. Don't like, shit, the, I can move you don't have the freedom to do what you want to do anymore. You literally, your life comes to a halt. Like everything you do now, it, it's for that child. Yeah, mm-hmm. Unless you just want to be a shitty parent. Right, like, right, I mean, right. hell. But literally, but like, every move, like you, the, you have to, to think the, about somebody else. Going to the bathroom, you know, shower, like, especially when they're younger too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn. Trying to get in the shower bath and make sure. Like, and you got a boy, so it's like it's harder. Like I come from like my mama. Mm. Like shit, I I remember when I was 
my little brother was young, young. She used to make me like bathing because like, just, I don't know, just like, not make me bathing, but we used to like, when he was a baby, we took bath together type shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't got the time to do yeah, one of your time type shit. Yeah, that's how like, She know, I know how to wash everything type shit. Yeah. Okay, Over yeah. Type shit. Well, like you, yeah, you had to grow up quicker because she was by herself type shit. I'm, so I know you got a little boy, you got a little girl. So today's society, what are some things that y'all y'all look for, especially having a little girl, like Man. to look out for her? What are some things that you like, okay, I got this little girl, I gotta make sure she stay away from shit like this. Yeah, I, I literally think about that every day. Like, when is the right time to tell her what's what? Like sometimes I feel like kids, like they're growing up too fast, they know too much. They don't oh. have a childhood anymore. But also, it's like these kids need to be prepared to for the world that we live in because this shit is not it. Hell, right. like because if you repeat, every every generation is like getting more and more woke. Like people are starting to, you know, realize more see life, more yeah. see life yeah. to a yeah. bigger scale. Like some yeah. kids just learn it way quicker than we would. Like, yeah, they catching on right now. Like we was picking up a phone. We was teenagers. Like, yeah, like you can't they're, even have the birds and the bees talk with your kids no more because it's already happening. Right now, yeah. like you can't even control where your kids find out certain yeah, shit no more. Exactly. exactly. Like you can't. Like, like, yeah. way, way, we had it. We had more access than our parents. You know what I'm saying. Like, no, they weren't prepared for it. Yeah. It's like how does that how does that turn towards get into relationships now that y'all grown being a single mother? Like how much do y'all pay attention? Honestly. And you know, motherfuckers be like, oh, you act like you ain't got time. I literally don't have time for, for anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, and I ain't even trying to be like one of them assholes, but it's just like, I really don't have time for no relationship. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, like, like certain females be out here, some some females be out here, they just, they can just live freely, like, go out every weekend, do, do this and that. But, but y'all ain't really got that choice no more. No. So, yeah, at all. You can't yeah. be playing around. You can't have all these random dudes around your kid. You don't want these random dudes around your kid. Yeah, that's but, yeah, really like, that's it. I, you know, I'm a single mother. You still got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still got your life. But you still got your life. everybody around your kids, that's yeah. not... And that's Especially when they get to yeah. the, that age where they start As realizing what's going on. Like, like Jerry? Your name Michael? Okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... Then it goes back to, you got to think everything you do, you got to think about the kid first. Mm-hmm. Like, because it comes down to what if you meet somebody crazy, now you ain't got to worry about the crazy person doing Where something to you. Yeah, they worry might about do something to your kid. Yeah. Like, mm. but yeah, we like, literally like, don't have for the, time. For the young right now, it's like, yeah, bro. So, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you, it's slick fucks up your trust, like. Who who can you trust? Exactly. If if they weren't around, if they if they ain't been around, type shit like, like how the world going right now? Shit, I don't mean, bro, get on from around me now. <laughs> if you don't bring that right vibe, bro, get on from around me, bro. So, what's some of the things that growing up in a single mother home that you took with you being a single mother now? Like some things that you seen when you was growing up that was like, okay, I see why she did this. I want to do this also. I mean. I mean, I told my mom this too. I was like, you know, the way she raised us about learning stuff, like how to do everything on your own type shit. Mm-hmm. Like I know how to do, yeah, like I know how to do outside work. I can fix shit. Mm-hmm. Like I know how to, I know how to take care of myself type mm-hmm. shit. But she was like, you know, cause you ne- never depend on a man. So that's, it's like, that's, that's big. so yeah. And, it, and that's what's hard when it goes back to the relationship parts too. Cause it's like, 
I'm not about to mess with no dude that I know how to do more than. If I can do more than you, like what what can you bring to me? And then I'm also not a very materialistic money type person. So if all you got to offer is money, you ain't got shit to Where, cause there's definitely a disconnection, right? Where do you think the disconnection is between a man's value of relationship and a female's value of relationship? Like what do y'all value relationship? I value trust. Respect. And, yeah, respect and shit, loyalty. See, like when when I'm when, when I look for a relationship, especially now that like when I had a kid, like I wanted that care factor. Like I wanted a woman that I, I knew if I bring in the house, she care for my child, like yeah, like a second mother type shit. Because yes. I I wouldn't I'm not just gonna bring no random female around my kid. First, like she gotta meet the mother of my child and. Uh, they gotta be on the same page type yeah. shit before yeah. you even like you gotta meet her before you even meet my little girl type shit yeah. so like i want to know when i bring you in the house you can care for my child and i'm not worried about like you just doing you like if you want to do you go ahead but don't do it around me yeah. they say that men like try to go for women that are like their mothers a man just loves his mom mm-hmm. yeah the, the type of love he got for his mom is like that's his first love like that's his that's the first female he loves. Yeah. For so sure. it's like, if a motherfucker can remind you of that type of nurture and care for you on the level of your mama, you gotta keep her around, bro. She, I mean, she care about you. Same man. type of love. Real deal. Like, she, she, she genuinely is there for you type shit. Like, See, like, and that's how, like, my mom, there's five girls and one boy. So, she always told us girls that when you start talking to the man, first thing you need to really understand him is how his relationship is with his mother mm-hmm. how he treats how he treats his mother is how he's going to essentially treat you so i mean i understand like that, that's 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 true and that's true which they, i have found out in, be, yeah they'll be living different lives in that house with their mama exactly outside, like never they run their mom they're totally different yeah i, I learned that lesson too yeah it's do you think you think that contributes to like childhood uh trauma like men who grow up in households that are broken or like a lot of shit going on or it ain't like they're not living the best childhood that you could live do you think that contributes to how they treat women or how they treat other people it, um, yeah. i feel like it, it depends on certain situations like like a lot of a lot of damn you might be on because <laughs> a lot of dudes like they a lot of people moms be on bullshit Mm. Talking about the bullshit mothers, that shit real. A lot of people might be on bullshit and they grow up in bullshit environments. So like yeah. they're like, bro, if this, if so, that's why a lot of men like a lot because of you know we we were talking about the other episode, yeah. how men when we grow up as kids we we taught you know you can't cry, don't be out here crying, don't be soft. Yeah. So you bottle up all this shit, mm-hmm. and when you go through all this trauma, you ain't got no outlet. Or you don't find one, right. it come out all it like you said last episode, it just falls to the table when it hit. Yeah. But and, like it's lashing out. That's yeah, that's like that's what it is with, with man. Well, I ain't gonna say all men, because not all men are like that. You got a lot of emotional emotional men. And I yeah. feel like them emotional dudes, like they might bring out their emotions in different ways. That's why you might see they're always angry all the time. He just he just he I don't know, he he going through shit and he never been able to get it off, so he he just an asshole. He, yeah, that's that that that's that's like, up. Like, your he, parents don't know how to. He give off his, his energy to other people. Yeah, so dealing with none of his problems. Like I said, the last episode, he had bullet points, different bullet points for different people. So, you might get ugly for for 
bro down the street. That don't, how do you, how do y'all as, as females, how do y'all deal with transgressions and trauma or shit that going on in y'all life that could be hard for y'all? Like, cause, cause men, we know before, before the whole new society of talk, you could talk to somebody. It's okay to be, yeah. it's okay to cry. It's okay to be hurt as a dude, but females ain't never been on that kind of pedestal. So as grown women, how do y'all deal with y'all trauma? I mean, everybody deal with it differently, of course. But as women, we are the nurturers. We we are health feelings. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows yeah, we are emotional yeah. creatures. Like, so I mean, when it comes to dealing with some emotions, I feel like well, for me, I'm kind of on the same note as I wasn't really taught how to properly express those feelings. Mm-hmm. So like now, I notice like I'll get angry. If I'm like dealing with some, I get pretty mad. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, but that's something that I need to teach myself to get away from because I don't want my daughter to grow right, up and right, be right. like, "That's how I need to deal with my family type shit." So right. I just be angry as hell. Let's shit. Yeah. Because I, I remember I probably said like three years ago, and shit like that. Like I didn't know. Like man, I was like, I thought I was cool, like everything going on, whatever. But I wasn't expressing myself to nobody. Like shit, I was going through and shit yeah. like that. So I was, for me, I was okay. Like I was just going on through like, but I was start, start finding myself like certain moments like, damn, like I'm so fucking mad right now. Yeah. I could punch a wall or some shit like that. Yeah. But now it's like a lot different now that I know you know shit. I could talk to somebody about this and that. So. And that it's okay though. Exactly. Like, like, like that's what, that's the that's the new feelings. that's the new yeah. side. Of it. It's okay to be like that. It's okay yeah. to be hurt and touch it. Right. A lot of people. A lot of people. I'm still in that boat. Like, I grew up and I, like I said, I didn't know how to how to release none of that. I ain't know how to release none of that, but uh, I'm I still ain't better at it. I got better with dealing with it. Dealing with it, I guess. Like yeah. I really, this really, this really the most talking I do about anything about my life. Like I, I don't be talking about shit. So this, I guess, I guess you is right. Shit, now, now I'm starting to realize, like you know, it's okay to talk about, about shit. Yeah, yeah speaking it about helps. shit, it really like it lets that energy off. Like just like my mama. She was always telling me to talk to her. Like, you can talk to me, blah, blah, blah. You can talk to me. Like, yeah, my, yeah, my parents was kind of the same way. Like, my parents had this policy where, you know, my dad got off work at 5. My mom got off at 5.30 every day. Monday through Friday, it was always working. They would leave their door open to 8. And they used to tell us all the time, hey, the door open, you got something to talk about, you can come talk to us. Like, the door open, come, door was open, open door policy type shit, you know. Yeah. Come talk to me. And it was always cool because I it like doing that, like any certain shit, like little shit that nobody really cared about. But it would build up. Yeah, like as you grow up, it would build into like, damn, I'm comfortable talking with this. I can talk to them about shit like this. Yeah. And I think that helped me make a lot of better decisions in my life. Yeah. Than if I if that door was always closed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So did y'all ever feel growing up that, that door was closed to y'all? Yes, absolutely. Very much so. And do y'all hold that against y'all parents a little bit? I Honestly, with with my mom more because she was more of like a, I don't know, like we just had a very different relationship. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I had my mom and my dad in the house like until like high school type shit, but I never felt like I could just like just sit down and talk to them. You never felt like you just express what you had going on. Not necessarily because yeah. like when my mom, I mean, she works with kids with like mental, you know what I'm saying, like mental 
behavior problems and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I always made, I always felt like she was maybe like thinking I was one of her kids type shit that, hmm. that she deals with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like like what's wrong? Like she wouldn't treat you different than she would the other kids. Yeah, like like you was just another kid to her type, type shit. shit. And it'll make like, oh, you need to go to therapy. And I'm like, damn, I'm just yeah. trying to talk about some regular yeah. shit. You know yeah, what like, I'm saying? It's not this okay. is my therapy. It's yeah. supposed to be my therapy. Especially yeah. being a single mother, I bet you it's, it's easier for you to realize, ain't no, she didn't know how to do it. Nobody really had a, a instruction book on how to raise kids. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, yeah. every exactly. parent's gonna make those mistakes. And when yeah. you a kid, like this shit probably piss you off. Like certain things, your parents could have did better, of course. But when you get when you get grown, and you get your own kids, you start realizing like. Damn, they was just doing nope, the best they know, could. What they knew. Let me tell you like, something. That's how life is going. Every time you, every parent in this world, it is literally a mm-hmm. learning experience. You are just learning. You don't know what. To, nobody still, knows what to do when they have their first kid. Man, you could have had little siblings that you grew up with, and you did all this, changed mm-hmm. the diapers, all that. But when you have your own kid that is your little you, you like, damn, a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it'd be so lot. much. It, People could tell you a thousand things about kids and tell you it's gonna this gonna happen, this gonna happen. But when you have your own kid, there's not enough words in this world to teach you how to yeah. raise a child. Mm-hmm. You're just doing the best you can, and there's literally because like yeah, you're not the you're not gonna be the same parent. Like yes. you're not the same parent with Leah now as you was when she was first born. Yeah, I just you're it kind of like I would just I would just take things that I felt my parents did good, mm-hmm. and I instill that in my children but at the same time i got these other values that i grew up as a own man that i also want to instill in my children yeah Yeah. type shit but i wanted to go back to that the the door policy because like in my situation it was it was more of i felt like i couldn't open up to my mom because i just didn't want she was very i'm not gonna say she was very strict but she was kind of strict on the side too but that's because how her dad was he was very strict so Mm -hmm. it's like you know you feel like you can't open up to your parents about some stuff because you don't want to disappoint them or you don't want them to judge you. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, I feel like if I open up about this, you know, you're not going to look at me the same. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but then like being a parent now, it's like, I don't ever want my child to feel like there's anything in this world that would make me not love her. Mm-hmm. Like, so I want her to know like, you can tell me anything in this world. I promise we're going to fix it together. Right. And, and we definitely live in a society today of acceptance. Like, yeah. If you think back in the day, it wasn't cool to be a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so these days, like a lot of kids growing up, like, you know, all this going on in society, I'm going to yeah. be me. So it's a whole different it's level. It's a different ballgame. Right. These something. kids are slick raising themselves like, to a certain point. Like, when they get to a certain age, like, there's too much. There's too much for them to view. Too much information for them. It's too easy to. Because it was easy back in the day when what our parents told us was was law. They said it was like this. Must be like this is all I know. But then if they tell you it's like this now, then you see all these things of a different a different perspective. Yeah, it's not like this at all. I can show you it's not like this. There's a thousand videos of it not being like this. It's like that in your house, like yeah. So man, it's like. Like you said, you can't, there's no handbook to it. So different kid, like the way you raise Leah, you you can't raise uh, your next child like that. Like, 
Yeah, like it's I, gonna be di- it's gonna be a total different. Okay, not, not, like, different, not even like, that. It's just because they're a whole different person. Right. Like you'll you like you'll realize like okay this like Leia does these things or she's like this, but Malia may not be she any of those like things. It. She may and be a whole how, different that's type of person. Up for me because it's like there were six of us. I'm like, well, they get to do this. Why can't I do? Are you like you? And it's just like right. and now, then, yeah, now being a kid, you don't realize. Exactly. Yeah, now I'm like, dang, okay, she I understand. You know, you gonna, you gonna yeah. tweak on that. You go, <laughs> God, yeah. Oh, God. I've been one that's this. So, do y'all feel, especially, oh, actually, this is a question for you, Liv. Being mixed, do you feel. Oh, shit. That, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 I think it, it's it's very hard to deal with the most because I know, like myself, I've dealt with both sides mm-hmm. that don't accept. They're like, girl, you're not black. You're not, not white. white. Yeah. So it's like when people tell me that, I'm just like, Shh, I, I know that. Yeah. I know. It's like it, it pisses me off, honestly. It, I can see why it pisses you off because I went through the same shit. I still go through the same shit. On <laughs> 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 uh, me too. Yeah, but like, the other but what, what, what makes you mad about it is not the fact that they calling you like leaving out the other half it's more of the fact that you don't really know you don't know where my people came from yeah like so when someone like oh you just white like no (laughs) i'm not but that's that's the part i feel a lot of people put in that ignorance especially when it comes to picking sides like with black lives matter or you know the other blue lives matter all those other things it's like everybody wants us to pick a side but in all actuality we have our own views exactly like if I believe in this, that's cool. If I believe in that, that's also it's cool. Like, I feel like that 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 come from back in the day. Like we was talking about uh, uh, not too long ago on them plantations. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Them them dark niggas was out there picking that cotton. Yeah. 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 in the house. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Inside, so so what you telling me nigga. is, and it was from slave days, was, there's animosity. Before, 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 before that, it's like. Bro, this is hey, this look. is why black people are against each other. Like we've always. Do you think that. it's the do you think it's a cultural thing? Do you think Honestly, black people don't thing, black people don't accept mixed cultures as much because they're not, okay. as you may say, full bred? Okay. Or I don't, I don't even believe that. I just feel like I don't, I don't believe that. Niggas don't even like niggas. Like, mm. Black people don't even like. I mean, there's hatred in every every culture though. Right, but it is, but it's it's almost like. Black folks just being like in black competition people, with this. Yeah, but they're not, yeah. but with coming with that. But you have to understand, they had no choice. That's it, what I was about to say. We were putting a box. That's what I'm saying. It's the system. Like, mm-hmm. It's working. But yeah. you know, motherfuckers are starting to like, realize, bro, we need to come together. Like That's why That's why I talk about the certain shit that I talk about here. Because, like, bro, I'm about I'm about my people. I ain't going to lie. I'm about mm-hmm. my people. Like, and I love everybody, but I'm about black people. Hundred percent. No matter how much black you got in you, if you black, nigga, you black. Right. See, and it's crazy to me because on. I grew up. You know, my mom, she's white and Chinese, and I, I feel like, of course, I favor my black side more, just because you know that's how majority of people saw me. They're mm-hmm. like, y'all. Black. I wouldn't even so, say it's like, how majority of people saw you. I think it's more like how you grew up, where you grew up, like the people you grew up around, like, like me, like I was, I was this close of being just. Sperry's jeans <laughs> on the boat. You know, oh, I went to Ross when I went to Ross. You, it was like eighty percent white, and that's and that's who I was around. And you know, I make friends anywhere I go. Right. And 
So when I was there, it was like, okay, just trying to fit in. You know what I'm saying? So, but when I went to Kenwood, 80% oh, black people. It like changed everything. Changed. And me growing up as a kid, I just kind of attached myself to what was around me. You know what I mean? That's probably why I was saying I, I grew I went to Kenwood my whole you know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like, cause you, we all meet those, uh, those black people who were raised in those societies of mostly white people, yeah. and mm-hmm. they act like the people they're around. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more like where you grew up good. in your environment and everything. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and I think people gotta stop putting race on culture sometimes when it comes to that environment. Yeah. Like I understand, like black people have their culture. If you're black, you have culture. But what what I'm getting at is when people are raised in an environment that ensues that culture, you can't blame them for attaching themselves to that culture. Like, because yeah. there's a lot of times you'll see a white guy who grew up in the hood and he act like every other black person you see and yeah. you'll people call him wigger, shit, shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in all actuality, they just attach themselves to what they was around. Yeah. But we talking about white people doing, I mean, growing like the, the, I think it pisses me off the most because there are white people who grow up in the hood, but then you have a lot of white people who just a child attached to the culture without the environment. Yeah, yeah, they they want to be just, just like, yeah, come on, that's for everybody. It's so. just like, damn. Yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah. That's everywhere. You got white people. That's, I mean, it's black people. That's small. Want to be? All right, but, but. <laughs> illusion. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> like I said, like, this this energy is just intriguing. Like, that's why that's why we're the face of entertainment. That's why we we've been the face of entertainment since they started letting black people into entertainment. Mm. And I always feel like when black people enter a type of environment, they have that chip on their shoulder already. Like you, I think, how many times since we've been born have you heard the first black to do this, the first black to do that? It's always us chasing the first guy to do this, first first lady, black first lady. You know what I'm saying? It's always that. It's never, it's never been first white guy to do this. You never heard it. It's we always have to start from the bottom. Yeah. But when sometimes. You lie and say that uh, some white folks did something, but it was. That's, that's where, that's yeah, where, that's, ooh, that's yeah, where, where yeah. it's, it's, Give me it's like, bro, like, <laughs> so boom. when they said Big Chris came over here and, exco- and discovered America. Oh, that Christopher man, Columbus? Man, said, I was like, who the hell is Big Chris? <laughs> Literally, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, he came over here, he okay. seen that it was, it was already black folks over here, like, all through this land. Oh, for sure. Like uh-huh. real deal. But what sure. what what happened was like they was they wasn't going for that whole slavery shit. Like mm-hmm. so they started killing Indians off, like taking their land, taking all of it, just killing them off, bringing more uh, bringing more. Like they say that we came over here on boats and whatnot. Like I mean, some people did, but majority of us was already over here. Bro. And they mm-hmm. were they stripped our land from it. They didn't discover it. They were there, snatched so, that mud. So, like. Like, it was they, the it was yeah. the age of conquering though. It was it was conquering conquer- going on around yeah, the globe. That's why I say like. And it all started and was crazy about it. It all started in Africa. Afri- African yeah, people were yeah, yeah, yeah African yeah. people were the first people to enslave yeah, yeah. black people. They That's were the first people. They I'm sold saying, black people to black people. the Europeans that yeah. brought them on boats for for rum and uh and uh guns and whatnot. Mm. Like it was a, it was, it was a, just, it was, it was just the war was changing. The whole, mm. like at that time, the world was changing. Like it wasn't, it wasn't no barter system. It was like motherfuckers get paid. So okay, you all finna have all y'all do this work. Y'all not finna get nothing. For it was, it money. was just a fight to keep your land or take someone else's. Real deal. It was the age of that. And 
they just set us back, you know, feel like a million it's years. Like head, and they, they, they instill different, like, antics and systems to keep us low so we don't ever get back to where we was. Like yeah, the prison right. system. Like, real good. Like the what? The prison system. The prison system, the school system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, man. The, the prison, prison system is ignorant. Any system? Any <laughs> system, bro. Look. Crazy. Hey. It's not. It's not for. It's yeah, not be, for the people to win. Like, no, they say no, it's no. for the people, even the white people. That's. that's oh, I see. Yeah, America's not even for they, like they're not for them. If you ain't got no green, eh, you will do scum on the floor, brother. Real deal. If you're not a. And it, it is it's generations of them generations back to when they owned plantations and land. That is the money of today. That, that we right. have no. We don't obtain, we that. don't obtain any they, of that. They, 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 that's what I'm like there's people who are seventh generation, like, oh, I have 42 acres of this. We split it by eight in my oh, family, yeah. you know, yeah, worth right. three, $10 million. Like I hate, we don't have that when, we're, when we, we facts. get here. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like I hate what they did, but I respect the game that they, that these motherfuckers pulled. It's, it's genius. <laughs> it is. It's genius. It fucking works. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's like, bro, y'all smoking. <laughs> <laughs> y'all kept the whole. Y'all think it'll ever be a day where the power of white people in the system versus the power of black people in the system would be equal? Where where black people would start on the same foot as white people? I don't. I'm talking point? about like when you when you when someone's born, your race does not have anything to do with how you start mm-hmm. monetarily. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, families will understand to a point where, okay, I know how money works. Everybody knows how money works. So I'm not already 10 steps behind in the generation. I actually feel like it can get to that because nowadays, nobody really care about race no more. But I mean, they do. They definitely do. They still try to to keep it like that. The people is really about Everyone's kind of paying attention now. Everybody's like, but we we try to get some money and just be free. It it starts with us, though. Like, we got to, like... Yeah, our generation got to start instilling that in our kids and, mm-hmm. and shit like that in order for them to. But the thing, like we gotta, live a good life we gotta know what they, what they finna get into though. Like we gotta know, we don't, we don't know, but we gotta get a, a parent and accustomed to the life that they're gonna have to come up in, not what they're being raised in right now. Yeah. And I, I think, I think black people are starting to understand what it takes to get that get foot there. forward mm-hmm. with voting. Mm-hmm. I'm, Fetch. I was, I was yeah. so glad that. The black community for one time was like, okay, voting is where it's like we get yeah. people that actually can speak for us and represent yeah. our culture and our people. We could get somewhere. I was saying I'm gonna finna, I'm finna start voting for like city for city shit, like state reps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like like city council and all that. Bet you didn't know that. Stuff right. I bet you didn't know the vote day was last week. Yeah, I was oh, wow. gonna say it was like the other day. Well, I, I thought about this, but because like if about. you think about it, like how many black <laughs> people do you know that actually pay attention to politics, <laughs> like the deep politics, like the bills that are being passed in. Yeah. That's what's what coming saying, across like, the Congress tables. You know what I'm saying? Like, like who's we really paying attention? If we just sit back, then of course it's going to get ugly. Like, why would they help us? Like, why yeah. would they help us? Yeah. It's not helping. They don't have to. Exactly. Like, it, it gets to the point where, like, so it's like, we got to do something. No one's voting for change. us. It's yeah. no one's speaking for us. It, but I mean, now it's a little different. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, even, even the people, I feel like even the people that's really at the top doing that shit ain't for us. It's, it's really up to us to really put some people in there. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would say that you could say they're not for us only because they don't have the same values or come from the same background as we do. Because you're you're asking somebody who was raised in their environment around their people with their views to to make, to make decisions for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
They, I wouldn't even say they have no clue because everybody can turn the TV on or turn your phone on. You can see what's really going on. You can see what's happening to black people getting shot every day by cops in the back with no gun. It's happen it happens every day. Yeah. So everybody can see it. And that's why I feel like it's been made a change a little bit. But the same in the same breath, they weren't they were raised in the same environment as a lot of black people were. They didn't grow up in the hood. They didn't grow up in single mother homes. You know what I'm saying? They don't have the same values as we do. They don't see life how we see life. So why are we asking them to make decisions in our life? They don't even know we we live. That's what they don't even know how we live. You gotta put somebody in that seat instead of just giving, instead of just taking what they get. Like we gotta we gotta mold somebody up. But then, like like T said, it starts with us. We have to we have to start to stick. We have to stop the stigma. Fuck twelve. Fuck the system. Let's be a part of the system. Let's fix it. Like let's stop yeah. always saying fuck the system. Yeah, no, fuck. system. But like, but listen, I'm not saying. I'm saying this. Why are we saying fuck the system? Because the system is against us. Why not be a part of it? Fix it. We tried that already. We when tried Martin Luther King, we tried to be a part of this system. You're right. And, I mean, they, I agree they, with. I agree they, with you. I agree. With I just you. think if there's more, if there's more people yeah. that are willing to be like, like but black people got to really stand. How about for say because it's like yeah. for sure. Right now, I'm on, on that phone. Yeah, we, you we were talking about that. Yeah. We we're talking about that. You can't. You can't just go protest one time a week and feel like you're a part of something. You like. Forget just going out there protesting. Go, go to, go get in the system. Go look at what these bills is coming out. You know what I'm saying? Go vote. Everybody be talking about Charleston White. You listen to him talk for his community, bro. I swear to God, when you just listen to him talk for his community, like when he he got he he was snapping on the uh like they little city council town hall meeting, like he was going crazy on it. He said he's been doing that for over ten years, like. But no one's listening. Nobody was listening to him because who was listening? Because who was in who was in the meetings? No, I'm saying like nah, in the meetings, like nah, he was saying like he was posting on social media. He was still trying to be a social media type. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't getting no no traction. No he was just he was just like a angry uh, community activist for mm-hmm. until he flipped the script and just started snapping on everybody. Now he's getting looks on. The social media. So you say he had to act he, out just to get yeah, he's listened still, to. Yeah, he's really he's really making a change instead of just talking to us. Mm. Like for real. Since we're talking about the government, how's everybody feel about Brittany Griner being convicted? Nine years. <laughs> that is Brittany Griner being convicted of nine years is politi- political propaganda. Hundred percent. Of course. Yeah. If, did you see what they they did? They they already made it. They want a deal. They want two of their prisoners. They were. All, all, this is what happened. So Brittany, uh, what's her last name? Griner. Griner. She went over there. She had a little bit of weed. Not done to what nobody would care. She had weed pen. Weed pen. All right. Let's so listen to this though. She did that at the wrong time wrong possible. Time, they was looking for somebody to kick. Like they like was. It's, it was because Russia yeah, knows. Right Russia knows. Mm, we get her. She's seen on social media. Everybody knows who this is. Yeah. We get her. The people gonna be pissed. Yeah. And the government gonna have no choice. But to do something, to do get her something. back. Give us one of ours back. for her. And then now you got you people like Joe Biden. Yeah. Trying to like some, like some, some, they, well, not well, even. She was, yeah, she was a mass murderer and somebody else a for, yeah. for a weed pit. Like, what? And then y'all thought, y'all thought Putin was playing? Nine years. Yeah, <laughs> Nine years. You thought he was playing? Like, Nine years. This is like, they're making an example. Yeah, that, that's what yeah. made. I have another question that goes on to that. Would y'all think. If it was LeBron James, because oh, she's a WNBA player, do you think if it was someone like LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, if you think any of them would have got pinned, do you think it would take this long to bring them home? I ain't no. gonna lie, bro. 
Do, do they like play on, anybody? On real okay, note, my question because I don't even know I mean, them like I, that. Do I, they play anybody in Russia? Do they have to go to Russia? No, to play? no. She she was in Russia. Like, she, in a, she wasn't in the WNBA. She was in a different league. She was in a league. But here's yeah, my she thing. A, she was in a professional. So league. I know a lot of people are like. But when I say this, it's like LeBron, Curry, Clay, all them niggas wouldn't have to go over there and play in a different league to get any money. But even if they were over there and just fucking off in Russia and they got caught, what I'm saying is hypothetically, if they were over there and they got caught and they. They got pinned with that charge. Do you if think it, it would take them Russia, as long? If it was in Russia, yes. Yeah, because Just I mean, because it was Russia. Do they even have like? I think the government would have. Think so. Because because you gotta think, Brittany Grinder. Okay, everybody know her, but LeBron James is a icon in basketball. They're not letting. They're not. The NBA is not letting LeBron get. Hell no. He's the NBA. He's coming back today. He's coming back today. He's a billion. Ain't going nowhere. You think they were just paying, paying for LeBron cuss? No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> Think about right now. Yeah, I don't know. Russia, Russia crazy. Yeah, Russia ain't a joke. But right now, like, they really didn't option. Of course, they, you, you in their hood, and you on BS, and you slick, and you ain't supposed to be over here. At all. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. we got some for you. Like, you, sis. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like she should have been more aware of what was going on around her. Like, you know this war in Ukraine is going on, and you know they're looking for Leverage. They're looking for leverage, and damn, we pinned. I know she's sick to her stomach right now. Like damn, like I'm stupid though, as hell. At the I same time, it. she might not even been really thinking about all that. So a lot of people don't think that didn't come to. In the report, though, so said, like, she, she's, she's worried about basketball. She's not. She probably ain't worried about. If I'm going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm in somebody else's country. I'm tapped in. I'm exactly. No I'm not way. trying to get you going to war. I don't know about it. But that's because you 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 come from a militant household. Oh, yeah, I'm very like, you're in the military. like I knew it was happening before it was happening. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you be putting me on, on, on game with the politics. <laughs> she, she's a ball player. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She's six eight. She's not. But like, no in, the, in the same at time, at her she's being a ball player at her at her prestige, she needs to be aware of stuff like that. Yeah. You are yeah. a ball. You ha- you are you are an icon to the WNBA or yeah. what league you're in. People know you. You have to pay attention to stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So. Because it's happened in the past. It's not the first time it's happened. It's not the first time that a country has held someone captive for yeah. leverage right. of, of political propaganda. I ain't gonna lie, but it is some bullshit. I don't, so I don't know what, like, do y'all really think she's finna do these nine? No, no, she's not doing nine at all, but no. she's gonna be there. Gonna be there she there might do six, she might do nine. I but she's gonna like, be out. Do y'all really think she's finna, Brittany Grinders are sitting? She sits. No, she's not. She's not sitting nine years. They gave her nine years to show them y'all gonna do some, or she really gonna sit. So so you feel like they're gonna do something? Yeah, they gave her the maximum penalty. No, I'm saying, do you feel like America's going to do something? Yeah, no, America is definitely gonna do something. There's no way they're gonna let her sit there for nine years. But what I'm saying is, they just created more leverage by giving her nine. Convicting her of nine is like, ooh, now you gotta do something for real. Yeah, like like like, literally, like it's like a what are you gonna do? Just like with the the whole thing with China and. uh, Pelosi. I don't know if y'all heard about that. So, so, so in Taiwan, so think of it just like Russia, Ukraine. Ukraine used to be a part of the Soviet Union. Russia mm-hmm. wants it back. Right. Taiwan used to be a part of China. They want it back. They have the same. That's why China and Russia became allies in the in right around the time the war was happening because they want Taiwan just like Russia. So, but the USA support USA supports Taiwan very heavily, and China pretty much told us. If anybody goes over there, we gonna shoot them down. And then there was a scheduled visit with uh, Nancy Pelosi, the uh, Speaker of the House, to go to 
Taiwan to show support. And China pretty much told us, if she go in the air, we're going to shoot it down. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Biden said, try us. So <laughs> he sent her over in a military plane escorted by fighter jets. Mm-hmm. And they brought. we also brought like military weaponry over with them. Pretty much saying, fuck around, find out. And she went over there and landed. Nothing happened to her. Pretty much like a show of force for us, like, fuck around, find out. The whole political thing with China and Russia, it was like, they want they what they consider they land back. Like, everybody knows Russia wants the Soviet Union. Everybody knows they want Ukraine, they want Poland. But they can't get there. Ukraine, because Ukraine is not a part of NATO. And NATO has 32 countries that support it, including us. And if they were to go into Poland, World War III. What exactly is NATO? I've heard of that. What exactly? NATO is like an organization that that pretty much is a group of countries bound to protect each other, support each other. It's it's definitely a union, just like a union. We pretty much say we're going to protect each other. And if anything happens, we're we're all we all stand. So it's pretty much saying nobody's gonna fuck with us because if you fuck with us, you fuck with Germany, you fuck with, you fuck with Australia, you fuck with everybody. That, that would create. That's I, that's the only reason why I was nervous when China and Russia got to talking because I was like, if China and Russia get talking, that's like a lot of because a lot of the countries in NATO are actually smaller countries and don't have the biggest militia, but they are tactically sound places for the military setup for other countries. Makes sense. Yeah. So like the whole thing with Poland, there's hell of soldiers in Poland right now waiting on Russia trial. Because if they were attacked Poland, World War Three is instant. Ain't no declare a war, none of that. It's, it's happening now. So that's the whole thing with the tension in Ukraine. And if it, it sucks for Ukraine because they're not a part of NATO and we can't. We can send you some food, we can send you some weapons, but we really can't put no troops in there. We can't. Y'all gonna have to die or live through your own government. So Ukraine is really fighting for their lives right now with Russia. Because Russia so, is a superpower. Russia can really wipe out Ukraine. Yeah, but they're not doing too hot. I heard they're not, they're not ready. Now, they not they thought it was going to be like that. a two, three week ordeal. They, I mean, they invaded Ukraine right after they got the, the funds from the Olympics. When Russia ho- hosted Olympics, I don't know if y'all remember, this was either 2014 or 2018. They hosted Olympics. They got all that money from all the countries to host Olympics. It's be hella bread. Soon as Olympics over, next week, we in Ukraine. They invaded Ukraine. <laughs> That's kind of God Putin is like. Man, bro, I ain't gonna lie. I've been here about Putin for years. Like he yeah, been, he been stuff. He was, he was a secret like he was like the top type special forces in the military in Russia. And Russia ain't nobody to play with. Period. But they, he was, he was a part of their secret, secret service. He, he a bad motherfucker. <laughs> if, you just, if you look up Putin, he a bad motherfucker. Ain't nobody to play with. And Donald Trump. I respect Donald Trump for holding his own with Putin, Trump with that whole thing with Putin. He's no hope. He's no hope. Hey, bro. Hey, he, hey, I said it. What yeah. you gonna do? I'm yeah. literally gonna say anything you want to. Okay. Which one? I got your bread for it, brother. We should turn around to something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Shit. But it's another episode of Good Times. It's Zay. It's your boy, Dejan, like always. Hell. Appreciate y'all coming out for real. Appreciate y'all doing this. Follow us on Instagram, Good Times Pod, like always. We on Spotify, we on RSS, we on Apple Podcasts. We everywhere wherever you listen to podcasts. Appreciate y'all listening. YouTube coming soon. Maybe.